Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, From Desire to Aspiration. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. And Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Underlying the entire psychological problem of humanity lies that major attitude towards life which we call desire. All lesser problems stem from this basic urge. If we desire something, does this mean that we all need psychological help? Because I have a lot of (laughs) desires. (laughs) Well, if we're honest, probably all of us need psychological help in the sense that we need the help of the soul. And the real root meaning of psychology is the knowledge or the word of the soul. So, yes, if we have desires, we need the help of the soul to transform those desires, elevate them. Recently, in our programs, we've been talking about uh, material living and spiritual living, comparing the two and contrasting what it means to live spiritually versus what it means to live for material goals. And um, materialism is the very essence of desire when you think about it, because desire is focused on the world of form, not on the inner planes, the spiritual levels of life, so much as on the outer planes of form where we, where we live. Desire is, according to Alice Bailey, the kind of uh, generic or all-encompassing term for the outgoing tendency of spirit towards form life. Spirit takes form or matter in order to express itself, and that's what feeds desire. It arises out of a sense of lack, and um, the fulfillment of that lack is what manifests as the pursuit of desire. And desire is something we can't really uh, get away from. We can't escape from it. It's it's a part of us. It's, as long as we are involved in some kind of form life, and uh, that's simply another word for the this physical form that we uh, exist in, 
as long as we are in such a form, uh, there will be desire because... It's inevitable. It's inevitable because desire uh, comes, well, it comes with a territory in a sense. Uh, Why, though? Why is that? Well, because it is, well, the, the roots of it go way back in cosmic sources. You want to get back to that. Um, the uh, very fact that deity is working, our God of this planet is working through a physical pl- form himself, this physical body, this physical the planet, earth, earth, the planet, mm-hmm. uh, that he under, under, is undergoing a process that is uh, implementing desire and uh, it is the desire of God to work through this uh, planet and uh, to work out a specific plan and purpose, which is, by the way, related to the greater plan of the solar system and uh, the physical and the substance of the solar system also contains desire of some kind. Now, it isn't the same kind of desire that we understand as desire, but on a cosmic level or on a planetary level, there is that same pattern repeated. Are you you saying then that the urge of deity, of God, to manifest himself in in the world as, as we know it is the same impulse that feeds desire? Because it has to do with creating forms that are more and more perfect? Right. I mean, it's as long as God is working through a form of some kind of a planet, uh, there will be a desire because it is his desire that is injected, if you will, into the very substance that makes up this planet. We are part of that substance. So we have inherited the same quality of desire. And we are working through a form called a body. Right. And that's why as long as we are uh, working through a form, a body, we will be subject to this thing called desire. It's simply an energy that uh, is part and parcel of the very substance of the earth and consequently of our own bodies. Well, there's something about desire that is inherently selfish. I mean, I can't speak for the deity of our our world, but for we human beings, there is something about desire that uh, is uh, deeply selfish. It's wanting, wanting, wanting for oneself. Well, that's when it becomes... um Yes, when it's taken over by, expressed by human beings at a certain level of consciousness, then desire becomes desire for oneself and for the things that one can uh, uh, acquire for oneself. And as long as it's focused in the self and for the self, then there will be suffering and pain and suffering and all of that, which is what the Buddha was trying to uh, address. It's, it's so hard to overcome that that selfish impulse uh, that arises within us. I mean, just watch oneself when you're in a crowd or in traffic or whatever. Watch desire take over, the desire to get ahead of the next person, the desire to get that seat before someone else does, to get that place in the traffic 
flow before the next guy does. It's just push, push, push constantly. And those of us who live in crowded urban areas are well acquainted with desire. But we can't really point the finger at anybody else. We have to look at ourselves. Yes, and uh, I think it's it's this desire that is driving the uh, the economies of mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Desire for well, the basics we need for life, for food and clothing and shelter. But it goes way beyond that, doesn't well, it? Well, sure, and uh, it goes. You know, it where mm-hmm. does desire become greed? And at that point, you see, then it becomes totally selfish and an expression of selfishness. Well, it seems to me that in Western society, and perhaps we should say in this particular American society, at this particular point in time, we've reached uh, a new zenith of of greed and selfishness, and a lot of people are concerned about it, that uh, there just doesn't seem to be any level of satiation. I'm still in recovery from reading a few years ago about construction, um, home construction uh, builders on Long Island who found that they couldn't sell the homes uh, as fast as they wanted until they realized if they put in things like $9,000 shower heads, the homes would really fly <laughs> <laughs> off the market. People love that sort of thing. You know, that's just sick. It's just sick. And uh, it works. They find that the more luxury they build into the homes, the faster they sell. And uh, we're reaping the uh, consequences of this uh, desire, this rampant desire to acquire more, more and more material things and more expensive material things. What are the consequences? Well, the uh, probably the, the uh, downturn in the housing market is a consequence mm. of that. And uh, it's um, the desire for the American dream and... Uh, Maybe not everybody is ready to uh, uh, to acquire that American dream. But the high-end uh, housing is doing very well from what I read, and mm-hmm. the very, very affluent are not touched by this crisis. It's well, they're not touched yet, maybe, but uh, I think a time will come. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, um, it's a, a, an energy, it's a force that works through us that... Uh, one isn't aware of any problem with desire until the soul begins to really make an impact on your consciousness and then you see there is a, an alternative, an alternative way and that's where the real conflict begins to uh, creep in. And even at that stage where you realize that uh, there is a higher level to life than the one you've been living even at that point, you're still looking out there somewhere for the fulfillment of what you think your needs are. Your needs become more spiritual, more elevated, more refined, but you still are looking for the the meeting of these needs for satiation outside yourself. And that is uh, what creates so much of the spiritual problem that people experience on the path there trying one thing after another, always looking to the next teacher, the next method, the next book, the next secret that will show them the key to how to live more happily. And uh, the last place they're looking is within. And that's where one has to look, is within, because uh, that's um, 
that's where the kingdom of God lies and that's our objective uh, be lying before us for the next few thousand years. Yeah, the kingdom of heaven is within mm. you. Mm-hmm. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's why that was uh, St. Paul that uh, mentioned that Paul of Tarsus. And uh, that's he was stating a very uh, ancient fact when he said that. And the same that Christ... Uh, uh, delivered his own desire. Uh, Christ, he, he emphasized the necessity to seek the good of one's neighbor in contradistinction to one's own good and to advise the life of service and self-sacrifice and self-forgetfulness and love of all beings. Well, that's such a, a profound um, teaching that I suppose we should come back uh, to it after the break because there's a great deal to be said about his message and the cure for wrong desire. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, From Desire to Aspiration. And I'm, I'm about to do things a little differently today. Uh, I'm about to ask for donations right off the bat. It's our greatest uh, problem right now for Lucis Trust. We have our contract that we would like to see renewed and we'd love to be on the air doing these shows for you. We enjoy doing them. And we've gotten a lot of wonderful letters. Um, uh, more or less the theme of those letters were, uh, if I were to think of any commonality amongst all the letters, it's about how those how uh, inner sight has impacted uh, people, their behavior, their consciousness. So we think there's a lot of people out there who just enjoy the show so much. But as I said, we have a big problem right now, and that is funding and it's bigger than it's ever been. Uh, it's kind of difficult to meet the challenge that's going to occur in several weeks, and that is renewing our contract. So for those people out there who enjoy the show and would like to see us remain on the air, uh, please send uh, your donations, which, by the way, are tax-deductible. Donations can be sent to Lucis Trust. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100. In the past, uh, those donations, both large and small, have helped us to remain on the air. And that's the way we do it, through your donations. That's uh, how we're able to stay on and continue doing these shows. And and for those people who would like to uh, get in touch with us for any reason, whether it's a uh, general package of information uh, or any other uh, reason, just give us a call on our toll-free number, which is one. 866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. I guess our the ideal would be for um, uh, the show to be underwritten because then we could just be free of all the anxiety of how to meet the uh, financial uh, commitment uh, and it would benefit any organization uh, that would be able to do this because we'd mention your name all the time and be eternally grateful to you. Uh, by the way, we have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company today, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. Just a little uh, blurb about it. Uh, uh, the Soul, The Higher Self, or Individuality is the guiding force within every human being. Through the law of rebirth or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation life after life 
for purposes of service to the plan. Uh, the book is available for $16. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. Once again, it's uh, the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. If you'd like to take advantage of this offer, send a check or money order $16 to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's $16 for the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. All of our Insight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And remember, too, that we have a a midnight show, uh, 12.30 on Sunday, uh, 12 o'clock, 12 midnight on Sundays to 12.30 a.m., and you can tune into us and hear a different uh, inner sight show at that time. Uh, I was thinking um, that uh, is uh, it's desire, when I, when I think of desire, can it be a uh, really an impediment to uh, spiritual involvement? And then I was thinking about how, thinking about how complex desire it is. If, if one desires spiritual evolvement, is that, I mean, I guess it could be for both good and it could be an impediment yes. at the same time, like a paradox. Yes, I don't think anybody evolves spiritually without having that burning urge to grow beyond one's present level of understanding. There is a, a internal fire that motivates people on the path, otherwise they would remain happy and content as clams in their present state of being. So desire covers a whole range of um, expression from will and power to aspiration, ambition, motive, purpose, impulse, incentive. All of these are different gradations of desire and they aren't all by any means the crude uh, craving and uh, coveting that um, we are warned about in the Bible and the, the seven dev deadly sins and so on. Those are the lower versions of desire. The higher levels of desire propel one on the path. And I think the key is not to suppress desire. First of all, it's impossible. But secondly, you can't suppress it, but you can transmute it or transform it into a higher level of expression. Right, and that's that's the uh, task that lies ahead for so many people today, I think, because uh, I think so many are, are reaching that point where they become satiated with the material world, with the uh, desire for material things, and they see the emptiness of it that they are craving for something else. And so they they begin to reach out, reach within themselves to find um, uh, that point of aspiration, the point of the soul that will uh, lead them away from the uh, allure of the material plane. And this is the great challenge for anyone who has kind of reached that point in their life and uh, are beginning to move on the upward arc, 
so to speak, from uh, the material world to um, return to the Father. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the old uh, prodigal son <coughs> uh, story. He uh, picked himself up and headed back to his father's home. And uh, that's where so many people in the world stand today, I think, and it is finding that path back way, back towards the soul, and uh, because the soul is the pathway back towards the Father. But they often don't know exactly what to do or where to go, so to speak. They, they are filled with aspiration and a need to change and a longing to uh, transform themselves, but without a real plan. And that's where the mental uh, development can be so important. Desire on its own level is just pure emotional um, yearning. But when it is merged with a mental clarity that can come through meditation and uh, spiritual study, gradually the soul can impress upon the, the aspirant a kind of a plan for step-by-step developing in spiritual consciousness. And that then becomes more directed effort and more intentional. Right, and it, it's <coughs> um, placing the focus more in the mind and allowing the, the energies of the mind to be the directing force because that's where the soul is located in the realms of the higher mind. So it's... Uh, it's it's trying to, uh, as you said earlier, not to suppress desire because that simply won't work. You're putting more focus on the desire and that will strengthen it, in fact. But it's, it's becoming detached from the uh, allure or the power of the material world and uh, refocusing that energy in the soul. And the more you can do that, the less energy goes towards the physical realm, the physical world, and therefore it it, uh, decreases in its power over you. So it's a matter of coming under control, bringing control over those energies that are working through you. We have two master teachers on uh, overcoming desire in the Buddha and the Christ. The Buddha's first Mm -hmm. sermon after he attained his enlightenment was uh, the sermon in which he laid out for his disciples the Four Noble Truths. He had discovered in his enlightenment that uh, the key to liberation is to stop identifying oneself with material things and desires. In other words, stop seeing them as an expression of yourself. Stop seeing no separation at all between who you are as a human being and what you long for in the material realm. And secondly, he said, gain a proper sense of values. Learn what's important in life. Learn to discriminate between the lesser and the greater goal. We still want things that are insignificant and uh, foolish and uh, unworthy of our aspiration, but at least we can learn to identify them and to... Uh, discern the difference between low-grade longings and the higher impulses uh, of the soul. Third, he said, stop regarding possessions and things of major importance. 
stop regarding them as being so important in your life. This is one of the things that I think people learn when they go through a natural disaster or a fire or whatever. So often you'll hear them say, we're just glad to be alive and we can let go of all the things that we lost because they don't really make our life so important. I don't want to minimize the terrible loss that people like that suffer, but they do come out of it with, I think, a clearer sense of what is really valuable in life and what can be let go of. And fourth, he said, follow the noble eightfold path of right relations, which begins with right values and which culminates with right happiness or right concentration. Right concentration meaning the full um, alignment and mobilization of all one's forces and energies in purposeful living. Right, so it it seems to come down to uh, gaining control over these forces, these physical and material forces. It's gaining control over them and not allowing them to dictate your life or the values in your life, but to for you to take command of your energies and uh, uh, acquire the values of the soul and let those uh, values uh, qualify your life, the higher values, and they will in turn uh, eventually uh, diminish the power mm-hmm of the material world and so you can, you can still exist in the world but you won't be of the world as yeah. Christ said yeah the po- the power of a greater spiritual um, desire can overwhelm and uh, diminish a lesser desire and this was why Christ emphasized the need to love one's neighbor and to serve in self-forgetfulness because he knew that that was the liberation of the human being from misery and suffering. Love and service set people free. They liberate them from the, uh, the pain of, of desire. It isn't just that we should do those things, love and serve, because it's nice, but because it's liberating. Right, and it directs your energies in, in a more proper direction. Uh, towards other people and tr- uh, uh, to help meet their needs and so it becomes a form of service, a way of service and that is the most uh, most excellent way of building relationships not only with the world but with uh, your own higher self with your God and it will bring you closer to that uh, inner pathway that will lead away from the power of the material plane. It puts one right in alignment with the soul because if the urge to satisfy desire is the basic urge of the personality, the soul's urge in every one of us is to love and serve. Believe it or not. Please take advantage of the special offer from Luce's Publishing Company and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Belly, and with this book you'll be able to go into greater depth on today's program, which was the title of which is From Desire to Aspiration. So it's available for $16. Uh, please send a check or money order, $16, to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100. 
0505. That's the book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.